<laughs> Welcome back to the Cheers to That podcast with me, Lola Rowling. And me, Bonnie Lee. What are you drinking, Lola? Um, I'm drinking a vanilla shakarat. Oh, oh my God. They used to, you used to make those at the Ivy. Yeah, and now I made one for myself. That's what so are you exciting. Drinking? Um, a cup of tea. <laughs> What have you been up to today? I mean, I did see you two Hung days ago. Over as fuck. Mm. Um, yeah, old Bonnie was back out in terms of when we used to work at the Ivy together and I would get really drunk and try and have to function. I got just smashed. Last orders is at 10. So okay. you can order like a load of drinks and then make your way through them make your way through them and then you kind of leave it like quarter to 11-ish um yeah I basically like came home and had a massive breakdown to my mom because something happened like I'm not even joking I was so pissed like as in drunk pissed um and I just cried because <laughs> I was just I was just a mess it was awful you know it's bad when your therapist says message your ex <laughs> how have you been I have been good. I'm for the listeners. I'm in my childhood bedroom right now. I I escaped London, so um, just in time. The announcement came out that we were going into Tier Four in London, and I got straight on a train and came here because I was planning to come here on the twenty third. And now I'm here now, which is fine. I'm kind of feeling okay about it because the actual room I'm in is now my mum's office and it's really changed a lot since I was here. It doesn't really look anything like it did when I was growing up in this room. I'm, I'm at her desk right now recording this. Nice. And obviously because I've lived alone now for almost, I guess, well, this is year two. Like a year and a half, Yeah. Um, our relationship has changed quite a lot and the dynamic we have has changed quite a lot so mm. it feels fresh and new and it doesn't feel like I'm I'm revisiting the past it feels like we're like moving in the same direction together which is great that's really nice um but yeah it's definitely it's definitely an adjustment yeah. I I guess I maybe didn't allow myself to fully prepare for it because obviously I think you were rushed though I think that's the thing with if any of the listeners have had their plans changed for Christmas or you're just feeling shit about everything I think it's so normal because it's all been so rushed and so disorganized and no one's had any time to mentally prepare themselves for like any of it yeah so normally Christmas is a stressful period anyway and this is just extra stress yeah absolutely and also like for me I don't Leon and I at home we don't have um we have a tv but we don't have the cable set up or anything yeah so I never watch the news I always read it and I found like obviously when I was with you guys and your parents the other night Mm. um because just for the listeners I came here um bonnie has a load of rapid tests my mum thought it would be best if i had a rapid test at yours to give the 
the any potential virus time to kick in before yeah. I saw her because she's got like at, an at-risk fiance and whatever so mm. um so I went to Bonnie's and took a rapid test the moment I got in the door negative and uh took a test the next day and I was negative so Lola was, got an insight into my family dynamics yeah and it was and family interesting. life because you guys watch the news and my mum watches the news too and I have to say the news is making everything seem far more apocalyptic than it is I don't know if anyone has seen the new Michael Bay trailer for that film oh no I haven't it's coming out but yeah the news make it makes it feel like that I think it's really interesting because I've kind of noticed this as well with being at uni like I don't watch the news but I will like because we don't have a tv or no we do have a tv but like we don't go into the lounge because it's in the garden blah 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 um I will sometimes watch the news news clip it's um I'm very hungover and tired so if any of this episode doesn't make any fucking sense that's why I watch the news like on my phone and people will come into the kitchen and be like oh what's that I'm like, oh it's the news yeah. and um I'm very political and I'm like realizing that I'm political and that I'm so focused on the news and on everything like that because my every night we will watch the 10 p.m news like right okay no, the thing is, I, have- I love it. I really like being interested in world affairs and Brexit and politics. Like, I, I find it so interesting. I feel, so but I, it's really um, intense. It is <laughs> really. Intense. I don't. I don't think it's like super healthy. I think you need to have an element of being able to switch off and just enjoy your life for what your life is. Because at the end of the day, everyone's life is almost like so heavily influenced by politics that they're not influenced by it. Do you know what I mean? When I was. Um... When I was at my grandparents, they always watched the 10 p.m. news. And when I was here, they like with my mom, she always watched the 10 p.m. news. So I'd watch it with her. But I think I've realized that with the news, especially the BBC, there's kind of no room for interpretation. They phrase yeah. and plan the stories that they do in such a way that it's very, very, um, it's not up for interpretation at all, which actually, I guess, keeps people safe because if you in- induce panic by making it very kind of like hard-lined and um, dramatic, I guess it keeps people safe because people are like panicking and then they don't want to interpret it or they can't interpret yeah. it in any other way other than like apocalypse. So mm. it, it, I guess it helps to keep the numbers down um by making people I think the difficulty is is that it's like the BBC is meant to be like so impartial and it's just not (laughs) but I don't know the news oh god it's so depressing it's just like give it a break (laughs) so how has the recent news affected your plans for Christmas um so my granddad that was supposed to be coming down on Christmas Eve is now just coming down on Christmas Day okay um but I think that's because he had his kind of like he had a hospital appointment on Christmas Eve anyway. And then he might stay over, um, but he might not. We're not entirely sure. And that was really like the only person we were seeing um, anyway. And we weren't going to see my granddad that lives close that's 93 because of COVID. <laughs> we weren't going to do that. Um, and he's going to my auntie's where my cousin is and stuff. again I think he's is going to be staying over so mate I'm kind of not really listening to the rules but it's all within its own kind of like safety measures and like oh I just feel so sorry for my granddad who's 93 like he lives by himself 
and he's normally so social and so active and he I think he's really has been um but it's just when it's dark and it's cold and it's rainy and you know he just needs a bit of a break so we were actually because I went out for dinner with my family tonight we sat outside where did you go this, it was this really like fancy country club <laughs> like near Hearthbeer Point um and they had blankets and heaters and like loads of fairy lights it was lovely okay. uh, but we were talking and we were saying it's really important that he just like gets a break and just can like go to my auntie's for like two days over Christmas and just like have a bit of socializing because he's just so depressed at the minute and right. I just think it's so hard for everyone who's put up with rules throughout the whole of the year basically from March and then it's just all felt like it's for nothing because Christmas the one time when everyone's with their family has essentially kind of like been cancelled yeah um I just think it's shit though like it's also last minute and I just I don't think I think people like would have stuck to the rules of only mixing on Christmas day if it was always set out like that you know what I mean yeah how has it affected you or you um well it's affected me because I'm here a lot earlier than I planned on being mm. um it, it and do also... you think you're gonna go back up to London or are you a bit like turned off because of how well your dad said the other day that um that I... yeah you'll be able to go back yeah because you live there well I guess like in my mind um it's kind of only psychologically changed things for me because there's no real structure as to how long I'm going to be here or like mm. how how I'm getting home or you know getting here was quite stressful because I, I got in the cab to go to the station in London and I packed my bags really quickly and Leon and I had a, had a drink together just before I left and we had a cigarette out of my window and just like listen to music we really like and I didn't really properly get time to digest that I wouldn't see him for a long time and then yeah, how does it feel I don't know it feels okay but I got in my cab and the guy was like oh where are you going like he already knew where I was going because uh, it was a bowl so he knew where I was going mm-hmm. but he was asking me where I was going because I guess he was required to ask me if it was an essential trip and I just thought fuck Wait, was he actually? Well, yeah, because he he was like, "Where are you going?" And but he didn't push me on it. But you could just tell that he'd been he'd been asked by the company. But I don't know whether that's your anxiety. No, no, no. I don't really. I didn't have any anxiety about it. I wasn't anxious about it at all. But that did. No, just... but I just mean that I think that like I've got in Ubers before, like pre-pandemic life. Got in Ubers and they'd be like, "Oh, where are you going?" And I'm like, "Oh, 25 fresh or pace." Like it's on the fucking app. Um, but then I, and then I was like, I don't know what's going to happen when I get to the station. Like I was expecting a lot of people. I was expecting an exodus, like completely mm. chock a block. Like having you to said it was chiller. Train. I was the only person on my carriage, literally. I think it's that's when it does also like when you see those things on the media of like people fleeing London, and then you were actually at St Pancras, and you're like, no, I was dead. But again it's like the time frame different platforms blah 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 but it's still that classic media thing yeah. <laughs> let's make a thing out of nothing so I get it I get the fear mongering on a um on a control government control level but no it's not realistic there was there was no one there and also um I didn't see any groups of I barely saw any groups of more than one person yeah traveling as an individual I didn't see any like two people together I do think that and it always makes me like I was reading this Twitter thread 
that was talking about how shit it has been being single during 2020 mm-hmm. and just how the whole way the government advice has been issued is very much to do with families and couples and how that's obviously good for them but the toll of being single and just I suppose you and Leon can relate to this of like trying to make friends trying to meet people like for me just trying to be at uni and make friends and blah have all this stuff it's so intense and it's so hard and it is that thing where I think if I was in London or if I was anywhere and it had gone into tier four, but I was with a partner, I'd be like, right, we're just braving this. Just me and you. Yeah, shit, we can't see our family. But like, you know, we've got each other kind of thing. But as soon as you are alone, <laughs> alone and single, it really, you want to cling to whatever family and friends you do have. Yeah. And there's been, and it's, I think it's interesting. I think, it, I think that's the responsible thing for couples to do. I think that is why you're in a partnership like with that person is because when there is a you know I don't think you I don't think they should have the rights to travel and see family when there's single people who are lonely as fuck getting shit for seeing their family it's like well have you ever like I don't know it's just I feel so sorry for people that are genuinely gonna follow the rules to such a strict level when they're not gonna see their family and I saw that I saw Gina Martin, 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 I don't know what her name is. She's an activist and she's on Twitter and she was saying, I've been following the rules. I've not even gone out. I've not seen any friends, not outside, mm. um, blah, blah, blah. Like the whole year she's been so strict on the rules and she's now like, and now I can't see my family for Christmas. Just go see your family. Yeah. I, I, I like, there's only so much respect that I have for the government and the rules. You've got to think about it like this. If the rules were invented by a man and you're a feminist then you're not breaking the rules because they're not real (laughs) fake that is on the brotherhood (laughs) the brotherhood i do think though as well like i would have like i do respect the rules because this virus is fucking awful it's ruining lives like killing people um but when there's no like genuine leadership from government it's so hard to think that your individual choices have any effect because sorry have they like we've we're we're probably in a very similar situation to what we were in in fucking april yeah like we've all sacrificed so much (laughs) and it just it's so shit has your drink got alcohol in yeah it's got baileys in it oh no it's not really it's kind of like my take on a vanilla shakarat it's more sweet i always remember at the ivy getting the shakaratu tickets in and being like why the fuck do they come here but then no when you left we started making them Oh no way! Well, no, actually, I I think I made um, I made a couple of different things that we didn't used to have to make. I remember the mold cider and the mold wine getting made with the same. This is so gross. The same milk steamer yeah. that we used for the milk, and then like, we, I know it's grimmer, isn't it? I'm aware that like I don't want to talk about COVID too much. Yeah, me neither. I'm gonna I'm, cut quite a lot because yeah because yeah. I think that like it's fun for us just to like speak about COVID but I don't think it's fun to like listen yeah. to to like it, it like a bit of it is fine and then it gets to a stage where you're like shut the fuck up you, you get to a stage where it's no longer escapism and it's just and it's just easy. depressing yeah. yeah okay well um is this a jingle oh no it's a christmas song i was like wow new jingle that's the segue 
So, Bonnie, what are you having to, what have you got? To, are there any um, Christmas presents that you know you're going to get? Well, not that I know that I'm going to, like, so I've, I've asked for a perfume. What's on Santa's for... wish list? Santa? I don't know what Santa wants no, on my no, wish list. Yeah, for Santa. Um, I asked for some clothes. What I asked kind of clothes? for I of asked for this um sweater vest that's blue and got a dog on it. Nice. And I asked for a shirt. I asked for a tongue scraper. I really wanted a tongue scraper. Okay. Um so I hope I get that. But my mum literally said to me today, she was like, You're so spoiled. And I was like, Why? She was like, I've got you too many presents. <laughs> and I was like, No such thing. <laughs> and I'm really excited to give my parents their present and I've got like a little bit for my mom and a little bit for my dad and then they've got a joint present and I can't say what it is on here because they might listen I know what it is very I've nice I've seen it I know what it is what are um, you what have you asked for for Christmas what is on your wish list well okay there's three things on my wish list and I don't know if Santa's bringing all of them I know that Santa's Santa. Santa's bringing two of them, but I'm not sure if he's bringing the third one. The one one thing I really needed was a replenishment of my function of beauty. Um, oh, nice shampoo, because yeah. you know I'm a bit particular about what goes on my hair. Yeah. I've had trauma from having curly hair and parents not knowing how to deal with it, and then brushing. I, genuinely, it and it I think frizzy. so many people that have curly hair oh say the same. So They're like, I didn't know how to look after it. I don't. I don't go to the hairdresser because they don't do it right. Like, why would you brush my hair while it's dry? Are you crazy? Okay, mm. that's the first thing. <laughs> and then the second thing is, um, I really, I've really wanted some. DM sandals for ages and they went really is the sale. season isn't it no but you can wear them with socks and they look really cute but also like, to be fair like it's the season to get them if you want to save money yeah like, exactly they were they were way way in the sale and so they finally came around and I I asked for those from Santa and then another thing I've wanted for a long time which I've never really justified buying for myself is um vitamin c serum for the under eye. Oh, nice. Yeah. I actually got um you and Leon a little Christmas present, but oh. it arrived in Falmouth and then my friend Rosa was going to bring it down and I still haven't met up with her. Is this um, the print you're talking about? No, did I not? Have I not sent you that? No. Oh, fuck, I'm <laughs> such an idiot. Oh, um, don't it's worry not about that. It. Keep that. No, no, I'll send that to you when oh, I um so go home to Falmouth. Have you got my um, no. card yet? No. Oh, that's I got a Christmas card from my best friend, Maya, Maya Mitchell King. Maya Mitchell King. Maya Mitchell King. And it had Harry Styles on it. Oh, it was like Harry Styles on it. It was so good. But the Christmas present I got you and Leon was a mini native deodorant each. (gasps) And it was in the Christmas scents. That's so sweet. So, yeah, I'll send those to you probably along with the print that I brought you like months and months ago so <laughs> I'm so bad at keeping secrets I buy people things and I'm like oh I got your present I got your I'm present. the same way I feel like I have to tell everyone what I bought my mom because yeah but then I can't actually the next room my hair but um I think you told me what you got your mom though yeah just I love buying presents for people but then I'm like, so I like I can't wait to be so rich that I can buy everyone around me anything I want to buy them and anything they mm. want 
like that that to me is one of my drivers I think oh yeah same I love being able to buy gifts having the money to match the generosity of like wanting to wanting to give people around me what they love and make them happy like having yeah I saw this um tweet generosity shouldn't be measured by what you give it should be measured by what you have left oh I thought it was really cute so if anyone is like feeling shit about the fact that they've just got someone something little if that's all you can afford right now or even forever if that's all you're ever going to be able to afford like that's enough because it's about what you have left do you know what I mean like Jeff Bezos or whatever his name is him him giving like a million pounds of it is fucking nothing because he's still got like a hundred billion left mm-hmm. I thought that was nice um what are you eating on Christmas day um we are having my mum keeps telling me what it is and I keep forgetting the name of it it's a fish it's um <laughs> trout salmon no it's something Cake. no it's like sea bass that's what it is Ooh, yes we're having sea bass and we're having oysters in the morning. Oh, from fish. If you're Brighton based, you'll know what this is. I mean, unless you're you're looking at me like you don't know what it is. What from fish? Yeah, fish. I don't know what that is. It's in Hove. Oh right. I think is I'm like the other end of Brighton, so for me, Hove mm. is like far away. Like we we don't go to Hove. Well, I'm not in Hove. I'm in Preston Park, but um, my mum's fiance. But you did li- used to live in Hove. Well, yeah, my mum's fiance lives in in Hove, and I actually, yeah, I used to live in Hove as well. So fish is like this little fish shop right on the seafront, and so all of the fish that comes in is it doesn't go anywhere else other than straight yeah. to the sea and then straight into the shop, which is great. Whoa. Um, and yeah, that's going to be lovely. And then we're just having meringues and like cream and fruit for dessert rather than christmas pudding nice which is great because we're both a little bit um wheat and i hate so. christmas pudding like yeah we we have it because my dad really likes it but like no one else eats it so he gets a little like mini one from little <laughs> but i think i think we've got a bigger one this year because it's his dad that is coming and i think he likes it as well but we that my parents and my granddad are having turkey with like all the trimmings I'm having a vegan pie, a vegan mushroom and parsnip pie um, with vegan pigs and blankets. You know what? Um, I went into Waitrose. I went into Waitrose the other day because you don't have any. You mentioned the vegan pigs and blankets. Yeah, I'm so excited. And I was like, Bonnie said she got vegan pigs and blankets and I want some. And I went in and they didn't have any and I was absolutely trashed Mm -hmm. out of my mind. And now I reckon what am I they do? Cry, sell probably. out. But you can make them yourselves, but it is probably more expensive. Are they actually do they look like vegan? Yeah, they're yeah, I yeah, they're like mini pigs in blankets. Like I'm gonna have to freezer. see a photo yeah. of these on Christmas Day. I'm so excited. But I'm really excited because this is my first Christmas being at home for like two years. So I'm so excited to like oh, have all the vegan same, extra little bits because the past couple of years I've had like veggie roasts and stuff and they've been nice but they're just not as nice as homemade yeah yeah I get you and also like I'm not even vegan anymore I mean I'm like basically pescatarian like I had fish today 
because we went to this fancy restaurant and I was like I'm gonna get fish how was the food today how was it was really good it was like a rosette restaurant so yeah it was really 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 good yeah I went out for dinner this evening as well with my mom yeah have you got any fun like festive plans that you're doing like in between now and Christmas um well we're spiritualist so it's we kind of celebrate yuletide Um, oh nice okay last year I celebrated yuletide by so like you have your yule log and you put it on the fire and it'll burn like all night wait it's not a chocolate yule log no it's a yule it's a yule log that you put on fire love what does that mean it's just a log log. big fucking log and you put it on fire (laughs) i'm like what is a log it burns all night and that was amazing because um not to get too deep on the podcast of course that would be out of bounds but um i had a little uh furry friend that is no longer with us um a little dog and I spent all of last Christmas night with her by the fire. I didn't know that you used to have a dog. Yeah. Oh my god, you never yeah. talk about this. That's well, I, it's, I don't like to talk about it. The yeah. dog didn't die. The dog was thoroughly inbred and had major behavioural issues and we had to <laughs> give her away and it was <laughs> that's not funny. I'm just laughing. <laughs> Well, she was. I mean, it's <laughs> fucking sad because it literally broke my heart. But um, but yeah, so I spent the whole evening like watching this log burn with her and she was like drifting in and out of sleep in my arms all night. Oh, that's like my dog. My dog's a fucking sweetheart. I love him. I love him. <laughs> so, but this year we don't have, we're not in a house with a fire place because that's, um, we can't go and do that because it's COVID times. So, um we're probably just gonna metaphorical log burning will happen yeah i'll imagine a log i'll imagine mm. a log i'll put one on the fire on the tv i'll put a little fire yeah do it. Log in it so we're gonna do that and i'm probably going to I have a few friends that are pagans and we're gonna go out i'm gonna go out for a drink with them on christmas eve and like celebrate yuletide nice. with them it's the equinox yeah today yeah that's exciting well exciting love it's exciting because it's just gonna get lighter brighter i'm excited i'm sure you are you look excited i look exhausted um i've got what am i doing i'm going to this light light up trail thing that was on zoella's vlog (laughs) my mum saw my mum didn't see it on zoella's vlog vlog. it's near stenning oh yeah so we're doing that, but it was really, really expensive. How um, much was it? It was like £22 per person for like okay. an hour walking around with lights. Is it in the evening? Yeah. So no, well, we're going at like 4.45, I think. That sounds really amazing. Yeah. So I'm doing that with Fiona and Bruce. I need to, oh no, on Wednesday, I need to go into town because yeah. I need to pick up one of their presents. Um. And then I don't think we're doing anything on Wednesday. No, yeah, Thursday's Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve, lunchtime, me and my mum and my mum's friend and her daughter are going for um, like a boozy brunch or like, well, we're going at like one, but we're going to the Cafe in Hove that is like the French way you spell egg. The food's great. Um, Izzy, Amber and Kendall, say hi to them for me because they're great. Amber owns it. And Izzy is a waitress and Kendall's the head chef. And they're all really great. 
everyone listening to team should go to Uth Cafe. Uth Cafe. Izzy's one of the people who I was like, oh, Bonnie would get on with her so well. Oh, you and Izzy would get on like a house on fire. Like I associate you and Izzy like in the same category. Really, I love that. You, you have the same values. You're both, you know, awoken to social right. issues in the in like kind of the same in the same way. You get on really, really well. Oh, that's cute. And her girlfriend is like the sweetest human being I've ever met. Next week on the pod. We are talking New Year's resolutions, but not resolutions because I don't believe in resolutions. I don't believe in resolutions either. Yeah, we can talk about that. But just like um, 2021, hopes, vision, dreams. What do we want to leave in 2020 that isn't blindingly obvious like a virus? And then, yeah, I'm excited to talk about that. And then after that, big news, we are going to be having a break. This yeah. is the end. This it's the second to last this episode. This is the penultimate episode of the of season. season one. Yeah. Of the Cheers to That Pod. Indeed. And we're going to be back in 2021 with um, just more. I'm very excited for what we have planned for this project in 2021. Yeah, have a good Christmas. Make sure you drink and eat loads of food. And loads of food. Eat what you want. Do what you want. Be who you want yeah be honest the thing is is like I realize and then I might cut some of this but I realized since coming back to my childhood home I haven't ever spent a night here since moving out um, I find that so crazy yeah I guess just because I like, respect it I just thought well there's no point in like half-assing this mm. like I have to make a commitment that this is this is you know, there's a clear boundary now and then I can revisit this when I feel comfortable mm. to do so. But I realised how much I've changed the boundaries I set for myself, the healthy boundaries. And I think like somewhere along the way, I just stopped pretending that I, like I, I just say no. I don't say, oh, mm. no, mm-hmm. sorry, because of this, this and this, or, oh, I'm not sure about this. I think I'll, I think not. I just say no. Should we wrap this up? Yes. Okay. Lola's solo editing this week's pod. So we're going to leave it here. Short and sweet. Thank you for listening to the Cheers to That podcast brought to you by Bonnie Lee and Lola Arling. If you like this episode, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or iTunes. You can also listen to our podcast on Spotify. This episode, as all the others were, were produced by Leon Williams. You can follow us on Instagram at the Cheers to That Pod. And you can leave us an email at the Cheers to That Pod at gmail.com. Thank you.